And welcome, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. If you're left, you just are not right. And I can talk today. Yesterday, eh, it was kind of sketchy. It's turning really cold here, like it is everywhere. So uh, I think that kind of knocked my throat out. But anyway, it was uh, a lot of coughing, a lot of hoarseness. So I figured y'all didn't want to listen to that. So I put it off today. Here we go. First story, my friends. From Moon Battery, the great Dave Blunt that writes, uh, runs that outfit out there. Uh, Connecticut Public Schools, hat tip to the great Rush Limbaugh, who used to say schools, uh, they are going to mandate a certain thing be taught a certain way. Good. More, more fascist teachers. Uh, climate Doctrine. In other words, they are members in good standing, I would assume, in the cult of climate change. Or maybe I'm going to change it to the cult of climate catastrophe. Uh, But they're going to poison these young minds and scare the hell out of these little kids. And pretty much ignore parents because you stupid conservative parents need to shut up. Let the state raise your kids. Don't you know anything, man? Do you never like go to college? Do you never like take a... Uh, I don't know, a uh, feminist uh, feminist intersectionality in trees course or something. Come on, man. But anyway, as Dave Blunt writes, my friends, <laughs> some ideas are so bad. They have to be made mandatory or they would fade away. An example is leftist climate ideology, which is now to be mandated in Connecticut public schools. Uh, or Connecticut, as it is spelled. Sounds like you're having a coughing fit. Sounds like me yesterday. Couldn't do the show because I was Connecticut cutting all over the place. Here's the story. The requirement follows in the footsteps of, God, if you're modeling yourself after New Jersey, the People's Republic of New Jersey, you're on the Marxist boat to the pit of hell, frankly. But following in the footsteps of New Jersey, uh, which in 2020 became the first state to mandate K through 12 climate change education. I'm sorry, I think I said indoctrination wrong. Indoctrination across its school districts. Currently, nearly 90% of public schools across Connecticut include climate change studies in their curriculums. However, by mandating it, It is part of the state law from grades 5 through 12. Climate education will effectively become protected from budget cuts and climate-denying political views. In other words, damn the science. It's settled. Here's a small hint. If you tell a scientist that the science is settled, the scientist, male, female, whatever, will probably laugh at you because science is never really settled. I had a scientist tell me that years ago. He said, we're always looking, we're always asking, I mean, you know, questions. We, we're always investigating. It, it's, it's what science is. But they've got to torture these little kids and make them scared so they'll grow up to be good little Marxists. Uh, Dave Blunt writes, use the mendacious term climate denying, identifies the original source as liberal establishment. Climate deniers deny that only... Uh, deny that only that the climate is a problem and can be controlled by big governments. See, see how it works. It's all language. And pretty soon you're asking the state when you can take a crap. 
And I hope you know, toilet paper under leftist rule, we go full Stalinist in this country. If we don't change course, uh, y'all ain't gonna have fun. By the time this happens, I'll be gone. But uh, y'all gonna pay? <laughs> don't squeeze the Sherman. You ain't gonna be able to find any damn Sherman. Just to let you know, huh? Liberals deny Dave Blunt Rice that the climate will always fluctuate no matter what we do. I mean, there's been past ice ages, warmer periods, colder periods. Uh, I mean, you talk about climate disruption and, and cataclysmic events. You might want to talk to the dinosaurs about that one. Yeah. Big meteor, go boom. Dinosaurs, go bye-bye. Um, let me see. Back to the story. Uh, the conservative turn in our country often starts at a very hyper-local level. Hyper-local. Not just, not just a hyper-level, lo- uh, but a hyper, very hyper-local level. That's the worst kind of levels, is the local level that's very hyper. Especially when those conservatives are trying to actually raise their kids and don't want to see their kids traumatized with uh, what could be bad science in schools. Uh, But this often starts at a very hyper local level of local town boards of education. You know, when parents show up to meetings and try to have some influence and sway, those nosy bastards. Don't they know the state does everything better than parents? Losers. There is this push toward anti-intellectualism. See, the left loves labels. You're anti-intellectual. Meaning you're not as smart as we are. And B, you're not as smart as we are. And you're not capable of being smarter than we are. Or as smart as we are. So shut up and let us scare the hell out of your kids. Anti-science is anti-reason. And I didn't want local school, uh, local boards of education to have the power to overturn their curriculum and say climate change is too political. Here's the problem, my friends, with that statement. Climate change is not a political issue. Not really. Who makes it a political issue? The right? No, it's the left always been the left. They make everything a political issue. And then they bemoan the fact that it's become a political issue. I can't believe it became a political issue. It's terrible. I blame those damn right-wing parents on those begging the school board. (sighs) Pathetic. Uh, This is from Connecticut State Representative Christine Palm. That's what she told the the Guardian uh, that Parents are trying to make climate change too political. Again, let me translate. Shut up and we'll teach your kids and you go away. Now, Dave Blunt concludes this. If only her delusions were real, a conservative turn in the country would be wonderful. God, wouldn't it? If liberals really did side with science, we could disabuse them not only of their climate ideology, but also of pernicious transgender lunacy. I like that one. We'll call it PTL. You've got pernicious transgender lunacy going on there, Connie, okay? I don't care what your pronouns are. Why don't you live your life and be happy and leave everybody else the hell alone? I don't care what's in your pants. I don't want to know for the love of God. 
Okay, transgender people, maybe that's part of the problem. People don't care enough about your personal issues or struggles. Maybe people do, but maybe don't. people don't want it in their face all the time. <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about that, perverts. But anyway, he continues, even schools that preach global warming hysteria don't teach it enough. Ah, propaganda must be really taught. It must be drilled into the head. Uh, Palm said, anecdotally, I know that there was no uniform approach and that I felt there should be. Well, I guess I should call this person up and uh, Christine Palm and ask her what I should do with all my decisions. She knows everything, obviously. Uh, Blunt writes, a uniform approach to instilling uniform erroneous opinions. Erroneous, that means incorrect for you Florida State grads. Uh, opinions is liberalism in a nutshell. If Palm didn't work for the government, she would be in either uh, education or the media. Uh, science teachers who don't want to preach propaganda will face the same fate the Defense of Marriage Act will inevitably inflict on priests who don't want to commit blasphemy by presiding over gay weddings. You notice the left loves to say pro-choice when it comes to killing babies. Everything else, the only pro-choice thing about them is that they are all for them making your choices for you or else. Again, the left's statists. Say it with me. Statists. And this is the other aspect of it that Blunt points out. Some of the teaching is really traumatizing kids. Why do you needlessly want, why do you want to needlessly terrify and traumatize little children? Why do you do that? There's a global survey that was conducted last year amongst 10,000 children and young people across 10 countries, including the United States. They found that 59% of respondents were very or extremely worried about the climate crisis. You're traumatizing children. How leftist of you. Over 50% reported feeling emotions, including sadness, Anxiousness, anger, powerlessness, and guilt. <laughs> Especially the white kids. Not only are they responsible for climate change, but they're responsible for racism. Little white bastards. 75% of respondents said that they think the future is frightening. Well, I got to give it to them. It is frightening if people, enough people don't stand up to the left and say, stick it up your, you know what? Go mind your own business. Get out of my face. Uh, it's, it's sad folks. I mean, we're, we're traumatizing kids over something that may or may not be true that the left is using as a political and also oh, many people like John Kerry using it to uh, empower themselves and get really, 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 really rich. Al Gore still on that train too. And they'll have you eating, uh, well, they won't have eaten dog food. They'll have you eating your dog soon if they have their way. Uh, and then when all the dogs are gone, you can eat the worms and like acorns or something. Equity. Remember this word equity. We hear it all the time now. We have to acknowledge this is Lauren Madden, a science educator and professor at the College of New Jersey, stresses the importance of equity, equity focused 
conservation our conversations when discussing the climate crisis in classroom equity has nothing to do with the climate nothing mother nature and equity have nothing in common mother nature does what mother nature does period nothing to do with equity it doesn't matter who lives in this house a white guy who takes who is a caretaker for or caregiver i guess it's called for his mother who can't do for herself we're gonna freeze our butts off but you know what i've done what i could i bought heaters portable heaters i've got extra blankets i've got all the stuff needed to you know uh stay warm the next few days it's going to get really bad friday night into saturday i think so i've done what i could no liberals came and helped me that's for sure but that's that's the climate that's mother nature like i've done anything to control that of course not it's ridiculous uh they also said this laura lauren madden character we have to acknowledge that climate change does not affect all people equally there are kids in lower income communities, communities of color and immigrant communities that experience flooding and power outages and things like that. I've, I've never really been in a flood. Uh, close. We had to go at an aunt's house when a hurricane came kind of close when I was a kid in Florida, but, uh, I've certainly been in, uh, extremely cold conditions. Like when the power was out last February for like 14 days, that wasn't very fun. The hotel made some money, though, so good for them. And all this happens, it's it's racism again. It's classism. It's racism. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. Everything's bias now. Everything's victimization now with the left. Uh, and then there's this, from Madden again, this pseudoscientist, it's critical that when we're talking to kids about at that upper elementary, middle school, high school level, we're ensuring that we are coming from an equity-based perspective. In other words, you're full of shit. Excuse my French. Well, let me see what to go to next. Let's go back to Moon Battery. A teacher. Uh, she's really happy. They're, they're bragging. Uh, because liberal indoctrination is taking effect in America. Uh, the primary primary survival mechanism for humans is socialization. We need each other to stay alive. This result in an in instinct to conform, uh, which is particularly strong during the formulative years of childhood. Liberals have exploited this to bully children into conforming to the sickest ideology ever devised. Moon battery. He calls it moon battery. I call it communism, leftism, fanaticism. You can call it lots of names. Leftist teachers, Dave Blunt writes, openly boast about their success in indoctrination, poisoning minds, brainwashing, if you will. Uh, the self-described liberal teacher, whose name is Heather Marie Godbout, regularly posts about anti-racist education, for example, the teacher does not traditionally grade her students for equity purposes. So if Amy and Tom bust their little butts and get A's, they may get an A, but, you know, these other two or three kids that don't try at all, and fully capable, they just don't try, they're going to get the same A. It's all equity, man. 
Why even bother to educate kids? Why? You know, breeding the competitive aspect of people's nature out of them, communism loves that too. They want you to be anything but an individual. As far as away, as far away from individualism as they can get you, the more they like it. <clears throat> because as Dave Blunt says, merit is racist. God about shrieks at grading, uh, that grading turns kids into point-gathering individuals. There's that word again, individuals. Individuals are a violation of oligarchical collectivist principles. Bingo, bullseye, Yahtzee. Uh, the teacher, good bout, or God bout, I'm sorry, added that grading gets, quote, conflated with other things that aren't actually learning, like effort or work ethic, whatever that means. Here's the problem. She doesn't know what the hell work ethic is. That's obvious because you don't want to do your job properly. But if you if you give effort, You'll improve. You'll do better. You'll grow. You will advance yourself. You will feel better about yourself. Good for self-esteem. I thought liberals liked self-esteem. I guess not. And I like at the end, work ethic, whatever that means. You have a job. It means you get your ass there on time, if at all possible. It means you work. It means you help others. It means you give your best effort. It means you try to learn and advance and get better and better. Of course, that leads to excellence. That leads to you, an individual, improving yourself. Of course, if everyone at the company does that, the company will grow and then more people will be employed and the company will grow and more people will be employed and that will be a good thing, but not to the left. It's all equity, my friends. All equity. Uh, Blunt writes that our government agrees that work ethic is to be associated with those damn Caucasians. And therefore, it must be rejected. Some liberals believe that the war is over. A triumphant tone has set in. Uh, Here's a statement. All you right-wing conspiracy theory nuts who seem to think that teachers are out here just indoctrinating children into some sort of woke agenda that you can't actually define. I'm just going to come clean. I am, in fact, indoctrinating your children. And that is from uh, our lovely teacher we've been discussing. So basically, she's making fun of of right-wing conspiracy theory nutjobs for thinking that schools indoctrinating children, and then she confesses that she is indoctrinating her children. You can't make fun of them for accusing you of something you're not doing if you then immediately confess you're actually doing it. Dumbass. I can tell you don't know what work work ethic means. Open mind, you don't know what that means either, do you? Uh, But she says she tries. Oh, she tries so damn hard to lead with compassion. And again, she says, but we're talking about people who right now are legitimately trying to bring down our democracy and create a Christian nationalist theocracy. Dumb bitch. Excuse my French. I just couldn't help myself. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Find an actual teacher who doesn't give a damn about equity, but about educating. Have them explain the difference. And, uh, No, we're not trying to become a Christian theocracy. 
me? I don't get much more conservative than me, baby. And guess what? Guess what? I don't want a theocracy. Now, if I had to live in a theocracy, I would take one based on uh, Judeo-Christian values, one of the Jewish or, or, or Christian theocracy. I wouldn't want to, but if I had to, I would. Because the other ones tend to, you know, cut your head off and stuff. And I, I wouldn't want an atheist theocracy either. But she continues. Again, she continues. She just can't shut up. Uh, Godbelt, who undoubtedly advocates abortion, justifies her hostility to non-liberals by screaming that Republicans are talk are uh, excuse me talking about legislation that would literally unlive people. What the? F- uh, sorry, language, language. The legislation that will literally unlive people or unlive people. What in the blue hell have you been smoking, Heather? Uh, so she concludes it. I don't really feel the need to be respectful of them or anything that they have to say. Well, good, because I don't respect you, Heather. You're a dumb. You know what? You're an idiot. You're a leftist. And you think you're woke. You think you're smart. You're not. You know what you really are, Heather? In terms of intellect, I'd put you down below couple notches below the knuckle draggers. The Cro-Magnum man, you're below that intellectually. You really are. And she, of course, is not the only teacher that believes this BS. A Texas middle school teacher named Kelsey McCracken. McCracken. I wonder how much, how much it sounds like. <laughs> sounds like a monster at McDonald's. Don't worry, the McCracken's gone. He'll come get you, though. If you don't eat all your nuggets. The McCracken will come get you. Uh, Kelsey McCracken bragged about indoctrinating students on TikTok while interrogating each of her classes about whether they believed a non-binary identity made them uncomfortable, Fox News Digital found. Mental illness is not a pretty thing. Okay, Kelsey, I'm just going to leave it there. And, of course, this indoctrination is... Sadly, folks, I can make jokes, but it's producing results. American children have seen an explosion of, say it with me, liberals, gender dysphoria with cases more than doubling in recent years. It's like a fad now. Remember the, uh, what were they called? The little spinners? Were they fidget spinners? Right? You hold it and you just, these little spinners everybody had for a while a few years ago. It's like the new fidget spinner. Prescriptions for puberty-blocking drugs among under-18-year-olds doubled between 2017-2021, while scripts for hormone therapies have seen a similar rise. I, you know, I can't, I can't imagine puberty blockers being good for the body because that's a natural thing your body's doing. You know, it's like taking pills for, uh, to, to, I don't know, to hold back your digestive system absorb food and break food down properly. I I don't get it. And studies show the number of top surgeries being carried out on children has risen how many times in the last decade? It's risen 10 times 
So 13 years ago, there were 10 times less. Uh, very, very sick, folks. Very sick. And uh, there's more there at Moon Battery. Please go read it. It's good stuff. Dave Blunt does a hell of a job there. And now, let's uh, let's go to the college fix. Images debunk accusation professor used. I don't know if I can say. I, will I be arrested for saying blackface? Oh, I just did, so I guess not. Wait a few years. For the MJ uh, Michael Jackson thriller Halloween costume. And, oh, this is a good one, folks. Oh, like I said, this is good. This is from the College Fix. Washburn University. Officials there are they're remaining silent on whether they have completed their investigation into a professor who wore a Michael Jackson thriller zombie Halloween costume and what consequences, if any, the scholar faces or if she has been cleared in light of new evidence. What do you mean cleared? What'd she do, kill somebody? Beat somebody up? Hit them with a lead pipe? Did she sexually assault somebody? Did she pick their pockets? Did she steal their credit card, steal their identity? Uh, run over their foot with a moped? What did this horrible, possibly horrible person, well, what was she accused of doing? <clears throat> Craziest thing. University officials have not responded to the College Fix's recent emails seeking an update on the probe. <laughs> into chemistry professor Holly O'Neill. She's an interim assistant dean of the College of Arts and Sciences. The questions sent by the fix, or the questions sent by the fix in both November and December, came after images and video obtained by the Washburn Review, highly regarded student newspaper there, the show the professor is in a traditional dark greenish zombie makeup, uh, not blackface, as some have suggested. And there's a picture here, and I can't really tell. It's a person dressed in the Michael Jackson stupid red jacket. And I guess they were doing the thriller dance, which is obnoxious as hell to me. But a lot of people really getting into that. It's a costume party. I assume it's Halloween. Yes. So she dressed up as Michael Jackson and looks like it's it's not a great picture. But it looks like kind of greenish face. I don't see any black there. I see more green. So apparently uh, she was dressed as zombie Michael Jackson doing the thriller dance at a party, a Halloween party. I mean, the very notion that someone would dress up at a Halloween party that was a Halloween, a costume Halloween party. Didn't the Nazis start that way? I mean, isn't it that bad? It's pathetic. But I'm wondering, what, what would her punishment be for wearing a costume at a costume party or dancing at a party? Hmm. I mean, these things happen at parties. People dance. Uh, people wear costumes at costume parties. I wonder we're going to start seeing. <laughs> What's the next step? 
I mean, what is the next step? What is the left going to target next? What in the world are they going to target next? It's, it is beyond my imagination that there could be any type of punishment or threat of punishment for this person. Even if she wore blackface. I'm sorry. If blackface is the worst thing that happens to you, you better get on both your knees right now and thank God above. I wish, I wish that were the worst thing facing me right now. Not a left knee that's got me hopping around like a, like a, uh, I don't know, like a disabled old man. I mean, there are real problems in the world. People with terminal illness, people who have lost someone, people who have gone through all kind of hell, fighting for their lives maybe in an ICU somewhere. And we're going to get offended over blackface. Like I said, y'all need to be slapped. Figuratively, not literally. Now, the accusations had prompted a protest. Of course, you've got to have a protest. What are you you protesting? Like everything. I'm like upset. Have you seen this? It's a protest. So you got to protest. What are we protesting? Does it matter? We're protesting uh, male sexuality or something, or or triggers, or paranormal uh, people with uh, uh, you know multiple identities or something. And uh, what can't ghosts identify as gay or straight or whatever they want? We're protesting. That's all that matters. That's the left now, babbling idiots, making no sense and pretending they're woke. They're really intelligent. Oh my god. An Einstein guy, Thomas Edison, Ford, losers. They never got offended over a, a bottle of Anchemima syrup. I did. I was the first. I'm a revolutionary. No, you're an asshole. Now, the student newspaper reported on November the 4th that some said her skin looked darker during her reenactment due to the lighting of the room. I sure the lighting. Yeah, white people invented lighting, I think. Yeah, it's all racist. Lightning, I'm sorry, lighting and probably lightning. They're both racist now, too. Uh, others said she had simply worn makeup to look like a zombie, as singer Michael Jackson did in his music video Thriller. In December 6th uh, email, to the college fix, O'Neill said, We were all dressed and painted as zombies to recreate the thriller video at a department party. Again, partying at a party, dancing at a dance at a party. Racist. I apologize for the costume. There was no disrespect intended. Mistake number one, you apologized. Apologize for what? You said, just finish saying you did nothing for anybody, a reasonable person to be offended by. So, Say, you know, I'm sorry you're offended, but there's nothing to be offended over. You know, people used to be able to work this stuff out pretty easily. Uh, you know, you bumped into somebody. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. That's okay. See? See how adults do it? Oh, wait, you've got blackface. I should kill you. You are wearing blackface. The incident first made headlines in late October with several Kansas news outlets reporting the chemist was under review. Dun, dun, dun. 
under review. Several Kansas news outlets had to report it was such big news. The biggest thing happening, apparently. Uh, Lori Hutchinson, who is the interim director of public relations, told the Washburn Review student newspaper on the 28th of October that campus officials are reviewing concerns raised about a costume worn by an employee to an on-campus Halloween party Thursday, October 27th, a day that will live in infamy, the humanity. Uh, We are gathering information and hearing perspectives, hearing perspectives, perspectives. Interesting. From the students, faculty, and staff who were involved, I love this part coming up, and have been affected. Yes, affected, affected with an A, affected. Before developing a response to the situation, Washburn's commitment to an inclusive campus community will be an important part of this review process. Shouldn't the inclusion include people who like to wear costumes at Halloween parties and dance when music's playing? Shouldn't they be included in your inclusivity? Uh, According to the student newspaper, (laughs) O'Neill, so pathetic, performed the dance to Michael Jackson's song, Thriller, a video of the performance was posted onto Facebook, then quickly deleted. Aha! WIBM reported that some said her skin looked dark during the routine. Dark. Yes, dark. But a newly surfaced video of the thriller reenactment uh, shows these scholars had spent some time memorizing dance steps in a performance that appears to be all in good fun to mark Halloween. Hallelujah, someone. He finally made something that made freaking sense in this freaking story. And if you go to the college fix, uh, there's actually a video of this, of the, uh, and I mean, it looks like you're, it looks like a bunch of people sitting at tables with, uh, I guess, blue solo cups maybe, and they're, they're wondering why in the hell they're here and when they can make an excuse to leave. It's one of those parties. Uh, but KSNT Topeka. Reported that the, oh God, the Black Student Union held a protest in response. Did they bother to find out whether they should be offended, whether there should be a protest, or whether it was just a damn someone dance, a damn party where someone wore a damn Halloween costume, again, to a Halloween party and danced to music? Or is that all racist now? I don't know. Or maybe the Black Student Union was bored. They hadn't had a protest in a while, so what the hell? Uh, they said, we hope to get a meeting with the administration about hearing requests that we have as an organization to better the diversity and inclusion here on campus. One student told the news outlet, well, how much of a Karen are you? The fact is, wouldn't you have to prove something bad happened first before you start the claptrap about inclusion and diversity? And by the way, if you believe in diversity and inclusion, why do you tend to, folks like you tend to have so much exclusion about you? And you don't like diversity. You like the bitch. That's it. You're a bunch of whiners in training. 
Uh, let me see. These rights need to be intentioned or need not be intentioned. She said, the rights need not be intentioned. She's a smart one. Uh, that's why colleges and universities can't investigate or punish offensive speech or expressive conduct alone. Uh, instead, actionable, discriminatory, sorry, my mouth rebelled. Actionable, discriminatory conduct needs to meet very specific legal standards. Painting one's face like a zombie for a Halloween costume won't meet this standard, even where it evokes our country's painful history of racism. You know, I'm sorry, but you understand people using certain things as crutches for maybe a while or a certain period. I think it's time a lot of people in this country got over their damn crut uh, crutches, which usually, usually amounts to remembering things that happened hundreds or dozens and dozens of years ago. Uh, the appropriate response to these situations is continued conversation uh, around these thorny issues rather than knee-jerk censorship. When schools investigate purely expressive conduct, like wearing a costume, as if it were actionable discrimination, it chills speech on campus and diverts resources from students facing actual discrimination or harassment. Bingo, that's right. Who gets the attention? The whiners, the loudmouths, the crybabies, the troublemakers. People who really suffer something, and they get to the back of the line. Not enough headlines there. Uh, now, earlier this year, the College Fix reported on a noted female scientist called Julie Overball, who ended up resigning her position at the University of Washington Medical School, Washington Medical, I'm sorry, the University of Washington School of Medicine, or talking backwards like I'm doing, because she too had dressed up as Michael Jackson in Thriller and 2009. Since 2009, the country's been suffering from this Michael Jackson impersonation. We're, we're actually going there. It's like someone opened the door that says, walk in here is the eternal pit of stupidity and grievance, needless grievance. And people just flood in. I'm a victim. I'm, no, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. You're a victim. No, no, no. It's like the old Dr. Pepper song. I'm a pepper. She's a pepper. You're a pepper too. Uh, blah, blah. It's, it's like I'm a victim. She's a victim. He's a victim too. It's, it's pathetic. Absolutely terrible. So there you go. I don't want to see in thriller garb or thriller makeup, anything like that. You racist bastards. We have to do better, folks. I mean, what the most frustrating thing is something needless. You have a Karen out there or a whole flock of Karens, a herd of Karens, whatever. And they get offended and get their feelings hurt. Uh, yes, get their panties in a wad, whatever. And they make everyone suffer for it. And why normal people don't go, you know what? Piss off. I'd use a four-letter word stronger than piss myself, but that's me. I'm an individual. You can express yourself as you choose. But why do we put up with this garbage? What happened to the day when people would say, you know, it's a costume party, right? Yeah, you know, that when music plays at a party, sometimes people dance. Have you heard this? 
Uh, it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. We're not advancing as a society in this way. This isn't about inclusion or diversity or expansion or, or, or greater good for anybody. It's about all of us watching every P and Q because there might be a Karen over here, over there, one hiding in a tree that's just ready to ruin our lives over a joke, over what we're wearing, what we're eating. I mean, you know, I've, I've had people in the past, one person in particular, uh, taking a community course, and I was questioned, uh, or not, I question is the right word, but someone kind of tried to call me out because I was talking to someone else and they were at the next table and I was talking about the kind of food we ate growing up. And the person I was talking to was from the Philippines. And, you know, what, what would you, you know, she asked what I eat. I, well, you know, supper and I describe supper. A lot of times we might have fried chicken, might have roast beef, pot roast as my grandma loved. She made the best in the world. Uh, we always had things like green beans and new potatoes. We all had uh, black eyed peas. Every meal we had cornbread. Almost every meal we had greens, generally collard greens, sometimes mustard, sometimes turnip. But this person at the next table was accusing me of, why can't you eat, don't you have your own food? Like, what do you mean? I grew up eating this way. Well, it's, it's, it's you know, it's called soul food for a reason. It's, and I said, it's Southern food. And just looked at this person like she was an idiot because she was. So she was trying to tell me, this is back in the early 90s, uh, that I shouldn't eat fried chicken or have, go to a fish fry or eat grits or black-eyed peas or greens or cornbread or anything like that. It's Southern food, okay? Uh, if, if that was now, I would be much more rude to her. I'd be much more bellicose about my response to her idiocy. We have stopped this, people. And life's short. Try to enjoy it. I mean, seriously. Get over yourselves, people. That's it for me. God bless you. Remember, go Gators. God bless America. And yes, if you're left, you just ain't right, my friends. I'll talk to you next time. God bless. Stay warm wherever you are. <laughs> good luck with that. Y'all be good. Bye.